Hey everyone, and welcome back to another week with the HLP. Before we get into the episode this week, I wanted to announce to everyone that this month's community night will be on March 25th at 8 p.m. in our Discord. So if you want to hang out with us during community night, we will be there. And I hope you join. It's always a ton of fun. With that, I'll welcome you into episode 241. You'll be Alchemist. <laughs> and things that go boom then buckle up listener because this one's for you prepare yourself for the hideous laughter podcast hey everybody and welcome back to the hideous laughter podcast episode 241 and we're back with the party of seven not for long. I think that's what's called right sizing. Right, so yeah, I'm starting to right size this group. <laughs> oh man, we'll get to we'll get to the finale of this book, and it will be a four band party. <laughs> right, I'll have ship. done what I can. I'll have done what I can to get the party down to four. Making the hard choices. Hey, you know it, it might just be Brooks and Emily playing four characters. <laughs> I don't know. You, could, you guys could take the finale off. Great. I got to free up Thursday nights, you know, <laughs> won't be for long. It'll just be, you know, it'll just be for the most emotionally impactful episodes of this whole thing that we've been doing for five years. Yeah. A couple, a couple days after your court, I'll just like text Brooks. How'd the finale go? How'd the finale go? <laughs> you guys ready for Skulls and Shackles? <laughs> oh, hey, uh, was the finale tonight? Oh, I missed it. <laughs> I mean, that, that'll be a good time for Steve to, to not be there because he never has any sort of emotional or, or, no, you know, no. pulling at the heartstrings type of words no, um, no. ever. So it'll be a good time. And, yeah, it'll Talents be, are not needed. I'm really excited <laughs> for. I'm really excited for the funerals of all the characters without Steve there to do any eulogy work. <laughs> it'll be a lot faster. Yeah, <laughs> also, a lot less sad. I want some funerals. Yeah, a couple a uh, couple funeral director Ekmer uh, episodes. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that, that'd be good, man. That might drag on until somebody else dies. <laughs> <laughs> Horace died of old age. <laughs> Start the next oh, funeral. You killed him. <laughs> Throw him in the hole and keep it rolling. <laughs> you know what? Just double him up in the grave. <laughs> you know, we started this show with. You know, one episode that was a funeral. We ended it with 15 episodes that were the funeral. <laughs> did HLP did a, do a book seven? Nah, funerals. If it was the funerals. <laughs> you, you might you might think that. Actually, some char- the living characters leveled up during the funerals. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. XP, XP points for reading at a funeral. Yeah, they're getting, the, the living characters got some uh, got some XP awards for uh, non-combat encounters. <laughs> <laughs> well, jeez, uh, I, I am excited to get back to this combat, but I gotta know, uh, Steve, what you drinking? Yeah, so... A uh, little alchemical golem threw a threw a couple concoctions in the mail to me, 
Uh, that's our friend Thunderous Left. Okay. And we're- I wasn't sure who you were calling out there. Little alchemical golems said to me. I thought it was appropriate given what's going on here. Uh, we tried the last two of them last week. Now we have the other two. The one that I have in front of me is the Four Hands Brewing Company Hard Seltzer Orange Seltzerade Sports Drink Inspired. Does it, actually, I didn't I catch like this last time. Seltzerade. It has electrolytes in here. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, I didn't realize that last raid. time. I think you I think you mentioned that last time. That's the that's the like one step closer to it being a sports drink. Mm-hmm. Well, let's give this a shot. Huh. Yeah. Um Oh no. no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it's a really nice gesture. <laughs> it's a really nice gesture. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Let me try. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, and again, we're gonna be rating this on one of five basketballs. Whoa, the stank on the top of that. I don't like that you call it a stank with an A. You can finish that? Um, you know, they are gluten-free. So, Haley, if you want to take a sip of that. Uh... They're gluten-free. Oh, you might want to check that. I'm pretty sure. Steve, you concern me. <laughs> you I might want to check this. Yeah, it, it says it is. Oh, boy. That's a... Oh, wait, that that doesn't smell. That's why I said stank and not <laughs> smell. Yeah, so something might have gone wrong. Steve, are these supposed to be refrigerated? They were refrigerated. It smells like sweaty gym socks. Tastes like Lysol. Mm, yeah, oh. tastes like Lysol smells. You know, like mm. orange Lysol wipes. Mm. Mm-hmm. It tastes yep. like they smell. Yeah, yeah, it tastes like an old Lysol wipe, like the dry one at the top of the container. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gonna be honest, my dude. Uh, I think I got to give that one basketball. That's, yeah, one basketball. That's a tough yeah. time. Well, it's like if you ever open a fresh pack of the orange, though, Lysol wipes, and you mm. inhale it too much, it kind of burns the back of your throat as well. Like if you mm. just accidentally like take a big whiff at the same time. I get mm-hmm. that with this somehow, which is concerning. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, that is not an inviting uh, uh, review. I'll, I'll you know, I'm just... That. I'm going to move to my sidecar because it's, oh, the, yeah. it's the other one in that pack. And it's the only one that's not a, uh, it's the only one that's not an aid, like a yes. Gatorade. Uh, ah, okay. This one's a four hands brewing hard seltzer cam and strict podcast <laughs> mango lemonade. Hey, that's an aid lemonade. I guess you're right. Oh. I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Any electrolytes in that one? Where would I find the electrolytes? Uh, it was right under where it said oh, seltzer aid. So, oh no, mine just says mango lemonade. No, see, yeah, it's you. You would have it right there where yeah. you were pointing. All right. Well, uh, you know, this one's also gluten free, so we can. Oh yeah. Whisper it down the lemon lane. I don't wanna. It smells much more like lemonade. Mm. That's a good start. Which is a good sign. I should have given you the orange one. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's it's almost kind of funny that this one or that the orange one missed so so much by so much when this other those other ones were. I don't I know, even they last were, week yeah. we were kind of like they're okay. Yeah. You know? I'll probably probably toss the three basketballs yeah, of that. That's just pretty fun. pretty down the middle. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. It's it's interesting. It's like fizzy lemonade. But yeah, a little bit. It's, it's not Flavor's like, not super strong. Right. It's like mm-hmm. kind of mild fizzy lemonade, but it's not, it's, I mean, it's not bad, except like fizzy lemonade's a little weird because lemonade's a little acidic and then you got fizz. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. uh, 
if we were in France, it would be normal because what they call lemonade, they call limonade, and it's fizzy lemonade. Thanks. Uh, Dude, you're so fucking cultured. From, you're welcome. Is, is Thunder Slap from France? No, but we have <laughs> listeners in France that are going to be like, he, he knows. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you were able to impress those listeners in France. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. Keep them off my back. <laughs> I mean, some of the most prolific murderers in France. <laughs> keep them satisfied with the limonade. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Uh, my my main drink, I, I'm the Patreon drinker today, and this is called a Leather and Lace, suggested by Leather Lad. It is two ounces of bourbon, a half ounce of maraschino liqueur, a half ounce of lemon juice, a half ounce of simple syrup, um, five splashes of bitters, shaken over ice, poured... And then it's supposed to have smoked paprika on it, but I did not want that. (laughs) It's not even that we don't have smoked paprika. We might, but I did not want it. Yeah, that's no. That's one of those that'll just sit on the top of the drink and exactly. I didn't want. I didn't want the the dust. Yeah. Other than that, it sounded pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's good. Uh, It was supposed to be strained twice. I strained it once because. Who has time to strain a drink twice? Riddle me that. Yeah, I also don't know what it does if there's not like pulpy yeah. stuff in it. It's a little pulpy. I guess depending on your lemon juice. Yeah, that's probably why. I mean, I don't really mind it, but. Hmm. Do you guys still have that same maraschino liqueur from uh, from when we were back in Columbus years ago? Years ago? <laughs> it's a long time ago, yeah. Fantastic. Believe it or not. It's so strange that you guys haven't drank that by now. So weird. Just a real oddity that we're not down in maraschino liqueur. I remember (laughs) being kind of excited by it because I was like, ah, I like maraschino cherries. I'll probably like this. Right? It's horrible. It's just, I was mad because I had to pay for it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking frustrated. (laughs) We paid for worse things. now, though. We paid for two 12 packs of sash. <laughs> yeah. So that's certainly not the worst <laughs> thing we paid for. Anyway, Haley, Haley, you drinking anything over there? Yeah, I got a, I got a peach drop. A peach drop. A truly peach drop. Mm. Oh, yeah. From the mystery pack. Life's a peach. Yeah. That's what they say. That's what the emojis tell me. <laughs> Actually, I actually don't think I've had, I don't think I had one of these. It's not bad. Like it's it's a solid peach seltzer. The uh hmm. I will say I had no idea that they were doing a review of this on Zone of Truth. Totally fell for the marketing. Yeah. While she I was at the store. The same day. And I was like, you know who's gonna love this gimmick? Shit. Steve. Yep. He had already fallen hook, line, and sinker to the gimmick. Oh. In, in fact, I was indulging in that gimmick not an hour <laughs> as you before. Purchased it. As, yeah. as you walked in the door, I came downstairs and was like, these are kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, bad news, because that's what I purchased. <laughs> bad news, get 12 more of them. <laughs> we didn't touch them. <laughs> They're still down there, all 12. Wow, 11 this now. A, this is yeah. the first one from there. Yeah. Uh, Emily, you got anything over there? I do. I have a new seltzer. This is a Minnesota one from Fulton, and it is strawberry rhubarb flavored. Ooh. You know what they should name a brand of Minnesota seltzer? 
St. Paul's Minnesota. It should be no. It should be it should be <laughs> Minna. It should be Minna dash soda water. Perfect. <laughs> it's very light in flavor. It tastes kind of like a Lacroix, but a little less bubbly. So it's super drinkable. I I like it. It's not syrupy at all. Not too sweet. Mm, very refreshing. Good. Nice. Brooks, you got something refreshing? Well, I I have something from from the same pack. Uh, a hopped version is, is mm. the is the flavor. Um, hashtag have more fun. Is that what it says on the can? Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. I would have I would have expected to say hopped on pop. <laughs> I was really hoping Brooks would say no. It doesn't say no. that on the can. I just decided to come up with that. I just throw around hash, different hashtags, <laughs> different hashtags in my daily life. <laughs> oh, but do you remember? Do, running. Do you guys remember when Steve would uh, throw yeah, around hashtags <laughs> uh, for for the fans to hashtag at us, and it almost never happened? Did that, <laughs> a couple. I was gonna say, how, how much did that pay back for you? Well, the thing is, there's no way to know because I would never go look them up afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, he didn't even remember what the no. hashtag was by the time the episode was out. Uh, Steve, I think we're going to have to send you a pack of this. Uh, the yeah. Opt is pretty good, and it, it's also gluten-free. I think the whole pack is. Ooh. But, yeah, uh, yeah, mine it's also, pretty but... good. Send it my way, and uh, I'll let you know if I'm hashtag hopped on pop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. And it, the hops are just just flavorful enough. You get almost that, uh, like a real botanical taste to I'm it. Try. All Would right. you say once you hop, the fun don't stop? Uh, I love when they pass things through the weird wall. Through a wall. <laughs> Portal. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, what? Oh man, what? It's almost juniper. It's almost juniper. Oh mm. yeah, it tastes kind of piney, less hoppy. I like that. Yeah. That sounds worse to me. Would you say you're pining for another sip? <laughs> Jesus. I, I'll take my strawberry rhubarb over the hopped version, but mm. it's not bad. Mm. Yeah, Easter's coming up. Mm. <laughs> you know, hop on down the bunny trail <laughs> <laughs> to the rhubarb patch, perhaps. Maybe we could hop into episode. <laughs> We could. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> we could hop, hop on into the episode. I don't think we need to roll off because I won. Yeah. And we have a group drink next week. I don't see you using the chalice anyways. I'm not. I wasn't going to fucking strain this leather and lace into. I don't want to hear it. I don't I use, a lot of shit for it. So. You can use the chalice in, in an age. I get a lot of shit for not using it. So. Well, it's the year of. Year of the boys. <laughs> it's boys <Yeah>. week. <laughs> <laughs> Another one? No. Well, who knows? The listeners don't know when we recorded this, so this could all still be boys week. Mm. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. It's still boys oh week, I think. Yeah. Snap, crackle, and hop. Is that something? You still on it? Yeah, I'm still on it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is. It is. <laughs> Snap, crackle, and hop. All right. That's- yeah. <laughs> so next week's a group drink, and uh, we don't have to roll off. 
This is, this is getting embarrassing, guys. We gotta get into <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was trying to think of another one, but it's, yeah. I thought maybe the boys might wear their hop tops to the next episode. Hell yeah. Let the, let the, let the midriffs breathe. Well, last we left our heroes, they, hit on, they, they hopped on down to the alchemy lab where they, uh, they fought a couple of alchemical golems, took one of them out in, uh, in just about a round. Uh, but there's an invisible foe here, some sort of alchemist that is up to no good. And he killed Air Bear. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not for long. Yeah, not for long. Maybe we'll see, but that that's where you guys are right now. Everybody but Air Bear is alive and in the game. <laughs> Air Bear is under the feet of an alchemical golem, dead. <laughs> yeah, I I like to think that the uh, I guess the the stitching that was that was holding him together at the waist, um, really just came came very loose and. Yeah. All of that's going to need some reconstruction for sure. <laughs> yeah. All those stitches snap, crackle, hopped. Uh, there know, we go. The there it is. His heartbeat hopped before it stopped. All right, I'm going to start the music. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Next to the order is Ikmer. Ikmer, as of right now, you can see a very dead air bear right through a particulate form of Tulia, who is toe-to-toe with the other alchemical golem. You've noticed, and I think Eclipse has pointed out, the square that this alchemist is in. Both Eclipse and Matumbe are able to see the alchemist, but you cannot. And so deeper into the room, you kind of have the lopper Eclipse five feet up on a table, this alchemical golem threatening 10 feet around it and particulate form Tulia you're right next to Matumbe and Durin and the rest of your healers are kind of up in the hallway away from the action. Ikmer starts off with what? Not my second best friend Matumbe even though you're being really mean to me right now but Mm. stop killing our friends I hate this place. <laughs> okay, are you moving all the way in there, or are you... Because the creature does have reach, you would definitely know that. The the golem. Okay. Uh, then, yeah, he he would, so that he can get... He, he runs without regard up to hopefully be able to attack this invisible creature. Okay. I'm going to take a swing at you with the golem. A little bit of a slam. However, a dirty 30 won't hit. Correct. All right. Oh, darn. I could have sworn that Ikmer had blind fight, but I guess I'm wrong. It does not matter. He would still do the same. So uh, he's moved 30 feet up to where he thinks this creature the square that the creature is in and attacks. Okay. Give me a D 151 and higher. You'll hit perhaps. Oh, wow. 52. There you go, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Give it a shot. 
Oh, garbage. Roll to start. 28. Yeah, 28's not going to do it. Mm. So you run up. You know the square this guy's in. You take a swing and unfortunately miss. But you're right up in the action now. Could have sworn he was right here. Matumbe, you're up and you can verify where he is. Uh, I don't know that you can see him, but he is right here. Yes, and with my sea invisibility, I, I would know that. So, um, Ikma, it, it is in that square. You're doing well, I promise. But, boy, uh, the square that he's in is kind of surrounded. You have the alchemical golem blocking off a big chunk of one side. Ikmer and then Eclipse kind of boxing him in as well. The only way that Mitsume could get to this creature or get this creature within his reach would be to like get up on this table here. But what would, what would you consider if I got up on a table? What would that is that difficult terrain for that square to get up there? Yeah, I would say that's that's difficult terrain because I'm much better against undead than I am against alchemical golems and. I can actually see this guy, unlike most people. So Matume is going to do that. He is going to run up into the melee of everything that's going on. He's going to hop up onto a table, towering over the crowd. Now, can you do that in one movement with the extra five feet? Because that was 30. Huh, maybe not. I'm seeing if I can't squeeze the diagonals in a certain way. Yeah, I was wondering if you could... 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, like, because it's the second diagonal. Yeah. If that's the case, then I just need to adjust, and and I think attack the alchemical golem, unfortunately, because I can't do it in one. I don't have anything modifying my speed or anything. Yeah, unless you, you know, make yourself big or something. Yeah. Because I would Um, say, like, if you made yourself big, I'll... Like I can't do that this turn and do that. You know, yeah. I even looked at I was I'm even looking in freedom of movement to see if I can kind of like puzzle something out there. And I oh, if you have freedom good. of movement, that you're not impeded by difficult terrain if you have that on, so you can just hop up there. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, you can move regular. Okay. Through difficult terrain. Well, then that's what's gonna happen. He hops up on the table. He sees this creature. Creature sees him. He's gonna swing with the book. I know that he's gonna be really hard to hit, so I'm turning off power attack. Sure. Let's see what I get. Natural 20. Nice. Bam! All right. I will be using an instance of judicious force to give myself a plus four on this confirmation roll. Ooh, I think I probably have it with a 14 on the die. Instant 26 that is going to go to it. 44. 44 does it. Confirm. Oh, yeah. Yay! Oh, yes. Book, do your work. I got to make sure I'm not destroyed. Yes, that will be a very low DC that you'll probably succeed with the, the natural one. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. If that's the case. Time to do some math. Pretty shitty crit, honestly. It's 41. 41. Now, what I would ask here is, are there any different damage types you know he has dr several versions of it we yes i i i mean you just have a little bane damage in there i didn't do my okay. uh so you bypass the bludgeoning dr yeah so now that you you know there's some bludgeoning dr however you are you high enough to bypass adamantine 
Oh yeah, with the bane on this book, that goes up to a plus five. Bane on. Now, you have stone skin on too, Haley. Is that how that works? Like if you if you have the bonus for adamantine, it bypasses stone skin, or does it have to be adamantine? Well, you should be able to bypass adamantine. I'm just wondering if I take the 10 off of my stone skin in this case, because his weapon is the equivalent of a plus five. Mm. I don't know if with stone skin, it has to be adamantine and it can't be the enhancement bonus or what. I'm going to guess you're good. It's just stone skin's weird because it like has its own damage pool, which is the only reason why I even think that it could possibly be the other way. So next in the order is the alchemical golem. Who I think, I mean, I think it's got to protect its creator. It sees, you know, it sees Matumbe strike out at it. So it's going to, oh shit, uh, you hit its ally that is adjacent to it. So it does get that reaction attack. Oh no. You. Um, Good thing he so has that, protective that, luck. Ooh. And blur. Yes, protective luck. And in harm's way. You're going to in harm's way him? Hell yeah. That probably does it because my highest is a 33. Doesn't do it. Um, and then he is going to full attack you. All right. Again, you know, yes, protective luck is on. But, you know, I, I don't think this alchemical golem doesn't at least take a couple swings at you to try and... Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And Ikmer will uh, will do all in harm's way. Okay. So you've got that added AC as well. Okay. 36. Because I'm surrounded by friends. That's a miss. I got 37. Mm. Nice. Ooh. Let's go. I just got to roll higher than 50-50 here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, protective luck saves you, yeah. yeah. So from the attacks, best. yeah, highest he's got on that second one is a 32. So he swings at you twice, isn't able to make contact, and then is going to five-foot step back. Air Bear is dead. Uska, you're up. Uska's standing back in the hallway, and she can't really see anyone anymore, just Lyra in front of her and Durin off to the side. But her face falls as, at the start of her turn, she feels the lifelink that she shared with Air Bear has been severed. And she calls to Lyra, who's standing right in, uh, right in front of her, Air Bear needs your help. I can't reach him in time, but he needs some life-given healing. And it needs to come soon. Uska then is going to delay until after Tulia to see if she is able to heal or give her any feedback. And then Uska will take her turn accordingly. Okay. Uska delays. So it's Tulia's turn. Tulia is... Are you sound right now? I am Sonic. Pure Sonic. Pure Chili Dog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. That's what Sonics eat. <laughs> I, I, I'm more of a Tails guy. Of course, you're more of a Tails guy. <laughs> I think you have said Tails that on this the, podcast. Tails is the biggest twink in video game history. Steve. <laughs> Made that joke about four times. I was going to say, I swear you've said that a minimum of five times on the podcast. All right. Well, so Tulia is actually able to cast, could cast Limited Wish to cast 
breath of life on uh, Air Bear. Okay. So I would have to uh, cast defensively. Yes. And so let me remember how to do that. Oh, I have a plus 29 versus DC 29. Nice. Isn't that nice? <laughs> so I'm good there. And now um, I have to actually cast Breath of Life, which means I know how to, I have to know how to do that. <laughs> this is the same problem I had last time. I, did, I don't cast this spell. All right, so I, I am hearing 5d8 plus. Ooh, and I can boost it up as well, just to make sure I cure two more. So I can do uh, 5d8 points plus... Cast your level. 14, 15, 16, plus 16. Perfect. Okay. I don't know how negative air bear is, but... Yeah, how negative are you? Negative 19. Ah, you should have it. Nice. Unless you have negative numbers on your dice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Um, you heal 41. Perfect. Ooh. Nice. Um, Good one. Thank yeah, you. That breath of life causes air bear to breathe with life. With a temporary negative level. But he has death ward, so we're good. Okay, all right. We use that limited wish. Coolio. All right. That would make it Uska's turn. Unless you're moving at all. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to move. I was just, I was considering using the quick and magic, meta magic rod, but I don't know what I'd use it on right now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Gollum's immune to magic. Right. That's why I turned Sonic. <laughs> Uska. Uska. Uska walks straight down the hallway, entering the room. And since all of her companions are within 35 feet of her, she is going to channel. And the invisible creature shouldn't be healed by this, so we should be good there. What do you know? Maybe he's a positive energy lich. Is that the <laughs> furthest you can go? You can't You can't go five more feet? So it's 25 feet of speed. So five more feet? You could have gone five feet towards the table. Yeah, she could have. She could get a little closer, five feet towards the table. Oh, shoot. I was, I see, I saw Lyra. I was measuring from Lyra. You're fine. You can stay there. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, she's, she doesn't get eclipse in it then. She has oh, 35, no, 35 feet. feet. Oh, it's 35. I forgot. Yep, with the, the ring. Bonus. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Silly me and all of the crazy good items I've given <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, all of the weird things that uh, make up Uska. What's le- wealth by level, guys? Between friends? <laughs> My favorite part is you guys have like 60,000 gold items that you're just saving for like saw or something. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Devil armor or whatever. It's like He's going to need them. It's like plus four, like eight other enhanced bonus armor. The one uh, necklace that's like, freaking awesome big natural attack one the amulet of whatever mighty fists with a bunch of riders mm-hmm. on it that is 37 points of healing nice I rolled really well uh, and that should fix everybody's bleed too if any of you are still bleeding from one of those sneak attacks wasn't sure if Ikmer was still bleeding or not it is Eclipse's turn okay that's cool Eclipse is uh, gonna move another five feet up in the air and be over top of Matumbe. Okay. 
Oh wait. Yeah, over top of Matumbe and but ten feet. So that's a five foot step. Mm-hmm. And then I can do a standard action, which I would like my standard action to be to ready to cast a spell as soon as all my companions are within thirty feet of one another. Okay. There's two outliers. That's fine. So as soon as I all get within thirty feet of one another, it's really critical. Do you shout that out to the group? Yes. Eclipse will say, I need you all to get closer right now. Lyra. She's been acting really sus lately. I don't know. Fireball. <laughs> Centered on you, Duran. Oh, wait. I guess the no. lopper could go now. Yes, the lopper could go. <sighs> There's not a good place for him to go. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. The only place he could potentially go would incur some attacks of opportunity. I don't know if there is another option because if he moves here, that's now into a threatened area. But then he can move... Well, Air Bear's on the ground and he's alive, so he's not dead. So I can't just stand over him like we do sometimes on corpses. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can make him a corpse again if you... <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I don't want him to be a corpse. Ready in action for when Air Bear once again becomes a corpse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you can stand over him. He has the underfoot yeah. ability, so does that mean you could use that to your advantage and fight on top of him? <laughs> hmm. You, you, like you bring to. up an interesting point. And <laughs> <laughs> say, so I can only, if I move five feet up, I still can't reach anything and I can't see the other guy. I would like to hit the golem. The only way I know how to do that would be to incur, it would incur like twice doing a move through Tulia and, and over, right? You only incur once for per person, right? Wait, what? Once per, per action. <gasps> That's what the rule is. Okay, okay, okay. So, All right, so I'll incur. incur here. God, I can never remember those. Like, <laughs> oh, natural one. You're good. Ooh, nice. nice. All right, and now I'm gonna body slam, headbutt the glass thing, which hopefully I don't get glass in my eyes. We'll see. <laughs> we will find out together. All right, so 31. 31 does not hit. Okay. And that's now Eclipse is just ready, but otherwise we're done. Okay. Now it's Lyra's turn. All right. Lyra thinks for a moment Eclipse has been a little strange, but in combat, we have to work together and she can't hesitate. So she moves into the room. And she wants to get a little bit closer so that her allies who are fighting are going to get her bonus from sonic damage. So she moves up right next to Uska. And then she casts Invisibility Purge on herself. So now she surrounds herself with a sphere of power with a radius of five foot per caster level um, that negates all forms of invisibility. Is that subject to spell resistance? Uh, There is. It gives a bonus to spell resistance, but doesn't. It doesn't say spell resistance, no, or it doesn't say. That's odd. Let me look that up. Because there's no saving throw? Maybe that's why? (laughs) I mean, technically, because the target is personal the spell resistance would be on technically like on yourself, which is why that doesn't count. Oh. 
because you're ca- you're casting that on yourself. On myself, yeah. Which means there isn't really a check. It's only a five foot emanation, though. Per caster so, level. Oh, per caster level. So if we go out, mm-hmm. that's pretty far. Yeah, it's a it's like a you know whole room. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say it doesn't have spell resistance because it's affecting the invisibility and not the cast or not the dude. Okay. Um, which I think is the correct interpretation of that. Um, yeah, that makes sense since it's not even like spell resistance isn't even discussed in the spell description and it is a personal right. target. Well, now we can see the art of this creature and it's terrifying. Oh. Yeah, yeah let me get you guys a bigger picture. This looks like a character on the album artwork of like a Norwegian death metal album. Oh, that is heavy. Damn. There's so <laughs> many bones and tattered cloak fa- fragments floating around him. Whoa. It, it looks... Yeah, it, it just looks exactly how, how Steve described <laughs> it. A Norwegian death metal band and he's drinking some crazy ass potion with all of the wrong fumes coming off of it got his potions baby that's Lyra's whole turn she continues her singing alright well I believe that makes it Durin's turn sure is so Durin moves up into or further into the room which puts him within 30 feet of everybody. Okay. Your haste goes off. That's what I assume you were doing, unless you're doing something else. I was not. That's also a good idea, but that's not <laughs> what I was doing. Okay. Particulate form. So that's a very exciting new spell for me, which is a interesting form where everyone now becomes a kind of countless particles with separate... Uh, they're all separate, which means, though, that everyone gets fast healing one, you're immune to bleed, critical hits, sneak attacks, and all other precision damage. Uh, The value of the fast healing increases by one at caster levels 10 and 15. So you have fast healing two, actually. Um, And at any point in time, if you want to end the spell effect as a swift action, then you get 5d6 and can attempt an additional saving throw against any one disease or poison affecting it, if that's happening. So it's a really powerful spell. Yeah. Are there any drawbacks to being in particulate form? They look and function normally. Attacks. They look and function normally. So I wanted to do this because I was worried, one, about this whole like precision stuff. And if Invisibility Purge somehow either couldn't go off or gets dispelled, they got two things now that get rid of precision. Nice. Nice. And Fast Sailing 2 is a bonus. Now Durin can complete his turn. Lovely. Surprised as his form starts to discorporate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Durin pulls off some explosive components, combines them into a bomb. This is oh, my. Sorry. Did you cast defensively? I'm. T- I'm. You're in the range of two enemies. Five foot away from him and ten foot up. I okay, didn't you're in the range of the alchemical bomb then. Five ten. Doesn't matter if you're ten feet up; he can reach you. He's ten feet tall. Oh, I can cast defense. I I didn't know. Um, I was I did math bad. What a shock. <laughs> I guess I'll try and cast defensively. You can roll twice and take the better if you need to. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Eclipse's cast defensively is not as good as Tulia's. 
I did not want you to lose that spell. I know, it's very good. Ha ha ha! I need it. Oh, no. Nice. I need it. <laughs> exactly. A nine. I got a nine. Oh, <laughs> I got a nine yeah. and a four. Oh. <laughs> that was way too close. Yeah, well, thanks for that. Uh, roll twice. Oh. Okay. Oof. Oof. <sighs> All right. So. I guess then, then Durin completes putting his bomb together with stuff that comes off of various belts and bandoliers that's on his body, and he goes ahead and throws it at the alchemical golem. This is the explosive one with a big old radius. It'll definitely catch the other guy, mm-hmm. the uh, the melee lich uh, alchemist in it as well. Let's see if I can successfully hit this creature. Now, Emily, I'm within 30 feet of you and 30 feet of the creature. Am I getting my... Uh, my Sonic if I hit? Yes, you are. That's a big maybe, but this is a big boy and I'm going against touch. So that is going to be 34 against touch. Yep. Sweet. All right. He does 33 points of fire damage to the alchemical golem. Then four points of Sonic. I'm going to need reflex saves from both the alchemical golem because he's a big boy and the other lich creature. Golem has a 32. All right, so he's going to be taking seven points of fire damage. Uh, Lich has a also a 32. All right, also seven points of fire damage. And then unless the alchemical golem wants to do anything about it, he's going to be taking a little bit of fire damage on his turn. Okay. You said it was seven? Yes. Okay. Uh, doesn't appear to do anything to the Lich. Hmm. Bummer. The golem takes that damage. But that's the end of his turn. Okay. We go ahead and use a little bit of acrobatics here to get around Ickmer. Ooh. So this is going to be acrobatics against your CMD. Okay. All right. 58. Mm, let me check. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that does. <laughs> good. Yeah, that, that pretty much beat everyone, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're going we're gonna to just boop to the other side here. And then he's going to attack at Ikmer, who is now flanked. Oof. Although you can't, uh, you know, you have this, like, particulate form, but you still have the benefits of, or he still gets the benefits of flank to hit you. Mm-hmm. Um, or actually, no. He, uh moves around, and I need let's see, don't want one of those give me a cone I'll pop it right here I get all of you yay Yeah. Uh, everybody make a reflex save oh boy as his jaw unhinges and he spits acid across the entire party. Both characters of mine will roll twice and take the battle. Same here. The characters of mine that can will. I have matching 37s. Okay. Wow. Those succeed. Sweet. Oh boy. I can pretty much... I'm probably uh, gonna fail with Ikmer with a 21. 
Yep, that's a fail. All right. Air Bear didn't do well either. On four die, my highest was an eight. Um, mm. But Air Bear is all the way up to a oh, 25. Oof, fail. Ouch. I rolled four dice as well and also did not roll higher than an eight. So both my characters failed because that was a 22 and an 18. Okay. Uh, Clips got a 24, which I was excited about. Fail. That's a fail. Lopper, eh, don't, that's horrible. He's got a plus four to his uh, reflex. Cool. There's no way. And Tuli got a natural 20. Nice. nice. Great. So those of you that fail take 64 acid damage. <laughs> and those of you that succeed take 32, except for Matumbe, who has evasion. Well, that was a pretty effective use of that cone. It was. Ouch. Good cone. Yeah. Yeah. Got a couple in the couple in the cheek pouches here. Mm. <sighs> so. The next one's coming out his butt. Oh, no oh, boy. That's even worse. That does. Yeah, because that one's going to have a stink cloud attached to it. Yeah, unfortunately. Spend an action to take your pants off. Unless, of course, <laughs> oh, he's, got he's a flat. not. He's got yes. a flat, baby. Oh, he's got I'll, the quick I'll draw get, flat. I'll get Alchemist out the flat. <laughs> yeah, so Air Bear had enough, enough time to... Uh, to look up from the ground at Tulia. Thank you so much. I owe you my life for this. <laughs> and then he gets acid blasted. He just fucking dissolves into a <laughs> puddle of acid. <laughs> He's not like dead dead though, right? Uh, negative. How many? A couple. Okay, your con should be higher than a couple. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, you only healed him up. 50, uh. Oh, well, he had, he had healing from the, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Breath of Life had healing. healing. Yeah, he had healing from Breath of Life and a channel, so he's not dead dead, mm-hmm. right? It was, yeah, um, I can I can go to the actual math. I flipped back over to, to Ekmer, but it was, I think, 54. He was at 54, I think, or 59. Okay, that's fine, that's fine. Either way, Healable. he is not... <laughs> Breath of Life. Yeah, we gotta kill this guy. Yeah, Ekmer, or, uh, excuse me, Air Bear is at negative five. Oh, okay, that's fine. You get fast healing too, too. And don't forget about your fast healing too, guys. Does that tick on our turn? Yeah, it's on okay. your turn. Did you forget about it, Steve, with Theron? No, I haven't had an opportunity to. I was uh, uh, I was all full up. Gotcha. Well, it's Igmer's turn. So then he heals too. <laughs> and if he takes a five-foot step... He can full attack at this character. Oh, um, actually, before he does that, I feel ba- I, f- I feel bad for asking this, but um, can you draw a weapon and not provoke uh, an attack? As a part of a move. Yeah. Okay. Then he's gonna draw. He's gonna draw that adamantine tankard. What? what? Oh, he's popping the tankard popping out, baby. Popping the tankard Dude, out, You baby. can't be doing that much damage with it. He's popping out the tankard. Adamantine bypasses this guy's DR. Yeah. True. Isn't it only DR 10, though? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I he think does, you'd be he, better with your sword. He's doing He's doing <laughs> 1d8 plus 2d6. With the a, enhancement bonus. I mean, your, your hit's got to be better with the sword, right? Uh, not by much. I have... Way, way back when I had, I took uh, ca- catch off guard. Oh, <laughs> dear, you're right. <laughs> I forgot about that. 
It's the tankard, baby. Five Here foot comes. Staff, full attack. Here it comes. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's good. Hmm. Okay. Well, the first attack is going to be the highest. It probably wouldn't have mattered if he was swinging with the sword or not. 32 is the highest that he's got. Oh, yeah. No, that... It's not close. Doesn't matter what, what he's using. He's got the... I will tell you, his DR against bludgeoning is higher than the adamantine, so... Uh, the tankard would probably do more damage than you'd think. Uh, it is Matumbe's turn. All right. Matumbe was standing on a table, basically toe-to-toe against this creature as it did this acid blast to this cone. But Matumbe's, he held his shield out and it hit the shield and just sprayed everywhere. Right into Eclipse's Right into face. Eclipse, who's floating above <laughs> him. You angled the shield up. Yeah. It just washes over her in a torrent. And then, you know, crests over his body to the four people behind him, four friendlies behind him. But he, well, he's going to start swinging with that book. Um, I'm going to swing twice. Power attack off because very hard to hit. If I miss the first time, then I'm going to be using my second chance feat. And hey, clips be threatening, right? So, or, or is she too high up? She's too far. Like Son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah but you're not a different size way. from mm. me, so I don't get my outflank. All right. Well, doesn't matter. He's going to go ahead and try and swing twice then. Got to roll pretty high. Six off the die, I'm sure, is not going to do it. We're in the mid-30s. Second chance feat is in effect. Ooh, 16 on the die there. 43? Yes, 43. 43 is a hit. Sweet. Would probably not have done it without my second chance feat. Come on, Steve. You can do it. I'm not destroyed. Not destroyed. Also getting a little sonic damage in there. I saw Emily yeah. measuring. <laughs> All right. 27 points of damage from the book. Should bypass the shit he's got going on. Then four points of sonic. Nice. That's solid. I'm trying. Oh, yes. Yep. Yep. Matumbe has put the only hurt on this guy so far. It is, well, except for a little bit of splash from... Well, no, not the fire splash. It is the alchemical golem's turn. What do I want to do with this guy? Matumbe, did you forget, or did you use your, uh, did you heal, heal two? I'm full up, baby. He had evasion. evasion. Oh, oh, I like that even more. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. By the way, one of the two die that I rolled for Matumbe was a natural one, so Emily is to thank for that, clearly. Yay! <laughs> the other was a 19. <laughs> Thanks, Emily. I mean, if I have to fail, at least somebody else can succeed. That's very one noble. One person can succeed. <laughs> that is true. I, mean, I guess it's actually two people, because two we have. But that's it. I'll take go it. Go ahead and take a five-foot step back. Eclipse, you're 10 feet in the air. Yeah. Which puts you starting at 10 feet, right? Your feet are at 10 feet. Feet sees are there. Okay. Yep. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, toss a bomb at, I think, Tulia. Because you guys aren't clustered over there like I would like. So I'm incorporeal. Oh, yeah. I would definitely see your um, your images. 
and not bomb you. So it's gonna bomb um, yeah, you, Miriam, and John. and have Miriam. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna bomb the lopper instead and just catch you in the splash. Okay. So this is a thirty-one against touch. Yeah. It's twenty above my touch. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so you're gonna take. 29 points of acid damage, and then Tulia will take 5 points of acid damage, and Air Bear will take 3 points of acid damage. Oh no! Because again, this doesn't work exactly like a bomb, it's or exactly like an alchemist bomb. It's less splash, but uh, no save. So it does that. And then it's Air Bear's turn. But not before he burns a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Max it out. Six points of fire damage. Nice. Yeah. Um, Air Air Bear heals heals two, uh, but that is... Well, he's still dead. I mean, fast healing means you don't don't need to stabilize. You're stable again (laughs) at negative whatever. At negative six. Okay, Tulia. Neat, neat, neat. Tulia is going to incur an attack of opportunity. Okay. That is a 41. That, uh, yep, hits. Now roll a D8 and re roll an 8. Okay. And one hit. One will hit. That pops an image. And now Tulia will make an attack. Okay. Okay, and... Uh, 29 against touch. 29 does hit touch. Nice. Awesome. That is going to be 20 points of pure Sonic. Okay, he takes a retaliatory strike at you. I forgot about that. Are these non-magical attacks? His attacks are magical. Okay. That's going to be a 33. 33. That will hit. Okay. What am I rolling now? A A d6 and a 6 will hit. Okay. Two. Pops an image. Okay. Good. Good. All right. Uska. All right. Uska takes a five-foot step a little bit further into the room. We need to start hitting this alchemist and everyone's having a hard time actually making contact. So she looks a little closer at it and calls out, now that I can see you, I think your bones are starting to slip a bit. And she uses a hampering hex on him. So I need a will save. This is not mind affecting uh, to see how long he is hampered. Sure. Give him the old slippy bone. <laughs> like that. Uh, that is a 28. All right. He succeeded on the will save, so this is only going to last for one round, but he's going to take a minus four penalty to his AC and CMD. Okay. And then Uska doesn't often use her swift action with her ring but I think we could really use the healing right now. So she swift action channels. Oh, this will be so nice. 
we can't take another, or at least I can't take another hit like that. Uh, only 19 points of healing. Healing's healing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and then now uh, her, her reach is going to go down to only 30 feet uh, for the rest yep. of her channels. And I need everyone to meet. Oops. She has not done a move or move equivalent, so she cackles to pr- prolong Matumbe's protective luck. We must protect Matumbe at all costs. Yeah, I need um, everyone to make a will save. What? Oh, no. Uh, except for Eclipse and Matumbe. Okay. Oh, Nothing died, though. Yeah, I forgot once you made this guy visible that you were all oh, susceptible the fear. to this aura. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the so I'm doing it now. Shaken. Mm-hmm. For 15 rounds, or I guess 13 at this point. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll save. Mm. Ooh, um, I guess since this is happening now, I would like to use uh, Air Bear's Resolve. He has now used four. And you said this is a fear effect? This is. So we all get a plus three. Oh, shoot. That's Tulia and... Trying to decide if this is worth using... Because we should get a roll twice, take the better from what we just... That channel, right? Yes. I don't know. Shake... Chicken's not that bad. It's minus two. Yeah. He's just going to go for it. Crappy will save, but... Well, well, that is kind of cocked. 25. Oh, 28 with the th- with the singing. You're good. 25. Whopper is fine then. 25 is still good. Good. Ooh. Oh, and, and Tulia is totally fine. Two 30s, so that should be good. Okay, you guys are all set. Ikmer is I going think. to use the uh, his tenacious <laughs> for the day. Okay. Did you roll bad on the first one? Was tenacious before or after? Oh. It's after. Is it after? Oh, okay. Thank goodness, I'm safe. Uh, 17 on the die. <laughs> 241 episodes. <laughs> it's all about him. He wasn't playing it for the whole time. I know. <laughs> okay, so you're all good. I just wanted to get that furor out of the way. Oh, yeah, that would have been uh, big. Still still like 160. <laughs> still a lot. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's always. Junk. I'm always erring on the side of. You know what? <laughs> you know what? I understand. I'll take, I'll take any criti- any and all criticism. You're you're both right. You are very taking much any and right. all criticism. <laughs> it's all right. We didn't figure out what kind of action Jujitsu's force was for a hundred fifty episodes. Yeah, it took a while. Yeah, we we figured that one out. It took a while, a while for sure. Uh, Eclipse. Okay, Eclipse's turn. Eclipse is gonna take a five foot little uh. Jaunt down. Da- jaunt down. And let me let me change that to five. Okay. And then um she's gonna attack with her weapon that has Bane and is plus two, which means it goes through Adamantine. So I didn't, I didn't I'm glad I knew that now. And she is gonna attack twice. Okay. <laughs> I just got a natural twenty and a natural light. <gasps> with your both go. critical threats. There we go. Oh my God. Oh. Which one was your second? The 19. What's that go to? 39. It doesn't hit. Oh, wait. It only hits because of the... Um, the hampering hex? The, the hampering yeah. hex, yeah. Fuck you! Yeah. It only hits by yeah. one. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> All right. And then uh, here's my hope to confirm mm-hmm. on the first one. 
I guess I'll just roll both of those. Let's see. Mitsuma can use an immediate action for Jujitsu's force. On just one? On just one. I'll do the first one. I don't know. That makes know. sense. Yeah. I didn't roll great on the first one, so thank you. Uh, do what I can. Uh, but 43. 43 confirms. Perfect. And then the next one I actually rolled really well on. Did you roll a 19? No, I rolled a 17. And it doesn't hit. Damn it. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I shouldn't have known that. So I got one critical and one hit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that, just the flat damage. Is this the first time we get to see the X4 crit? What's the times three crit? No, when it oh, got yeah. upgraded to the yeah. scythe, it became an X4 crit. Oh. I forgot because it doesn't change it on the sheet. Mm-hmm. So flat, just the flat damage before I start rolling is going to be 150. 150 across two attacks? Yes, but I go through adamantine. Right, remember he has higher DR versus bludgeoning. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Your X doesn't do that, so 150 goes to 110. Uh, let's get the dice. Do you want me to give you a cross just one attack to start? Yeah, you can do one attack. I'll let you know if you kill him with it. Well, I already gave you the flat damage. I know, I know. Just start rolling dice. You're not there with the flat damage. I know. So uh, that's 36, 37, 38 points. Well, because, hang on, to the flat damage, my Bane plus two on the damage, does that get multiplied by four too? Yes. Yeah. Because it, okay. it counts as an enhancement bonus. Yeah, so so then uh, that's another two. Eight. Yeah, eight. Ten. Ten, because I have the two and the flat damage. So there's another ten. Ten total. Okay, yeah. so that becomes 46. You need 50 damage off these dice. You, I'm adding that ten, so you have 46 total. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So roll the last die. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven is enough to kill the alchemist lich. Woo, uh, just barely it. by well, yay! yes, so you're able to uh, defeat the alchemist lich that is here. It appears that his soul dissipates as a lich's soul does. Right, right, right. Um, and escapes. Well, I need to make a will save. Um, yeah, um, will escape your scythe. Oh yeah, but kind of leaves further into the chamber as if heading back to its soul cage or phylactery. That's very cool. Yeah. <sighs> oh, you're still in combat. That was a real intense turn. That was. And then it's the lopper can go. Yes, the lopper can go. The lopper's going to take a five foot step up. Mm-hmm. And guess what? He's got a headbutt. <laughs> Does a headbutt on him? Yeah. Hopefully it can actually hit. 32. 32 does not hit. It's really killing me not to add in my, like, normal Bane and then Ranger stuff from Undead. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a sidekick. So I understand. For you to be getting close to hit on level-appropriate creatures is... I get a lot of bonuses, though, to Undead. <laughs> That's all. Lyra. And then I will do my fast healing. We learned last time that... This creature is immune to magic, but not to Sonic. I don't really want to use a super high level spell because I feel like we'll be able to take this guy out pretty quick. Uh, but I can spare a sound burst. So I need a fortitude save. 
Ooh. Okay. What, what's the uh, what's the floor looking like here? Oh. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Sorry. Pretty rickety. Better all use your hero cards to not fall 250 feet to your death. <laughs> I was gonna say, can Tulia suck up any of this excess energy? Twelve. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. So, um, I this he's going to take some sonic damage. Ooh, maximum of eight and is going to be stunned for one round. He's immune to stun. Ah, darn it. Well, he'll still take the damage. Nice. Absolutely. It's good. Durin. This is, this is where it's getting a little tough. I only have seven bombs left for the day, and I don't want to waste them on this dude after we put a ton of hurt on him and we have the entire party still up. Dern is going to take a brief pause and delay his turn because we still have Ick and Matumbe to go before this creature acts again. If he needs to act, he will and burn through some more resources, but I, I really don't want to. Sure. Ick. Ickmer is going to run up and attack. You going to try to attack of opportunity. Yep. Nope. Dude. And uh, of course, as he passes... Air bear, he's he's gonna kind of give him the "Are you okay?" thumbs up after he's died twice. <laughs> Runs by best friend. <laughs> Are you okay? You still doing good? Yeah, <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> My other best friend does that one a lot. <laughs> oh my goodness! This is Ikmer is frustrated as all hell today. Uh, that's a six on the die for 28. Yeah, 28 doesn't hit it. He's he's just frustrated with himself. Oh, guys, I, I swear I should be able to hit right now. I'm sorry. That's all I can do. Well, next is Matumbe. All right, Matumbe is up on this table, but with freedom of movement, I can five foot step over and get up next to this guy for a full attack. Second chance in effect if I miss the first one. I will be spending... Ooh, no, I did an, uh, an immediate accident, so I don't think I can bane this creature, unfortunately. So I can still take some swings at him, though. Nothing's stopping me from doing that. And you probably have your roll twice still. Well, I didn't do that for ah. my first roll. Uh, I do appreciate that. But I got a 17 on the die, so that is going to be into the 40s, which yep, hit before. You got him. Yeah. Now, this doesn't go to adamantine against this guy, right? It would not because, because I'm not able to bane. Yep. So this is going to be not particularly effective as I do uh, 16 points of damage. And I'm sure you probably take like 10 or 15 off the top of that. I mean, you feel some go through, but yeah, it certainly yeah. kind of like reverberates off of the chassis of this thing. Well, being within... 30 feet of Lyra, I imagine I'd throw some Sonic on there, right? Yes, you should. Three points of Sonic damage. Every point counts. Mm-hmm. And then keeping this train rolling, he's going to try and take another swing with the book. Ooh, 18 on the die. 38. Yep. All right, cool. Been rolling pretty good with him today. Although pretty awful on the damage. That is minimum for 13. Give me that Sonic. And then the Sonic. Five points of Sonic. Nice. All right. Creature is still up. 
Alright, well, if he's still up, it's Durin's turn, and I'll throw a fucking bomb at him. Oh, uh, you gonna you gonna come out of delay? Yeah. Sure. I don't particularly want to, but it's the right thing to do. Am I 30 feet away from this creature? Let's see. Fucking his art pops up and blocks it. Ooh, 35 feet. Okay. So Durin has to take a five-foot step up to get a little closer, so the Sonic will kick. And then he's going to use that same explosive bomb that he's been using over and over again, trying to avoid hitting any of his friends with precise bombs. Sure. Ooh, five on the die is going to be very low, but that's a 31 against touch. That still does it. Wonderful. 40 points of fire damage. That destroys the alchemical golem. I do kind of like that because he's like the alchemical golem has like all these syringes and vials and like vats of bubbling fluid that are part of its frame and Durin just like beams him with this fiery blast and like all of those those like glass containers like bubble and pop and shatter and the thing crumbles as the the fluids inside it start boiling yes okay are we out of combat these are out of combat okay so anyone who has not gone yet this round so that would be air bear tulia uh, Uska and Eclipse and Lopper would heal another 24 points and then from the fast healing and then that's the end of it. Well, I guess maybe they'd heal only 22 points because we need the last round and then anyone who already gone would heal 20 points and then the mm. last round all of you are going to use a swift action to then heal 5d6 if if you want I guess but <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So we're so out of the, combat. Get, your, get the extra healing at the- so there's that That hopefully saves on some of the spell. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that certainly goes a long way. That puts Durin up to full, and I think I'm good with Matumbe too. Yeah, he's he's at full. Nice. So I'm I'm, I'm rocking and rolling here. Bear Bear is all the way up to a 49, but I mean from where he was, that's that's a lot. So thank you. Yeah, and so um, I can hit Remainder with the Infernal Healing Greater because that can happen at any point during those, like, Remainder rounds of that spell, too. Oh, yeah. And Ikmer, oh, man. Of course, he just rolled heavy on that, uh, that extra 5d6 and will bring him all the way back up. Nice. Yeah, Eclipse is going to need to use one Infernal Healing Greater. No, actually, she'll use three Lessers and the Loppers all the way up. Could I use one Lesser for each of my characters just to get them all the way up? Yeah. Oh, I guess they're not Lessers. They just are Infernal Healing. Oh, okay. I, I didn't realize. One, two, three of those for you. And? Or for me and one, two for you. Oh, that's, what does Air Bear need? Because I have a feeling you're going you're gonna to need some Graders. Yeah. How, how much are the Graders? Graders are 40. 40. Two graders, two regulars. So you're down 100? Mm, uh, just a little bit more than that, actually. So then I would need one, two more. Two more beyond that. Two more lesser? Yes. So you just need one greater and no lessers then? Yeah, yeah. three graders, under 20. Okay. Easy peasy. Got that handled. That means the longest that we took on anything was actually only three minutes. Not bad. <laughs> So, that's a good. 
So I guess as this is happening, we gotta take a look around this alchemist room because I'm looking at this map here and here's a detail that I think maybe escaped me the last episode that we recorded. There's like the classic, I don't know, like detective-y alchemy type like tubes and stuff on all of the like, beakers and tubes and things connecting each other on all of these tables. Looks like there's four tables in this room, but those tubes make some sort of closed circuit between all of the tables and also seem to be attached to bodies That's that are mounted on the wall. Yep, yep, there. yep. Yeah, it... Uh, Unfortunately, the way this is pictured, it does look like they're attached directly to the assholes. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. Thank <laughs> Corey for that. <laughs> okay, that's in character. <laughs> well, I, so while you guys are noticing that, I, I think something even greater that I noticed about this room after, after combat here is that there are no doors out. What? Ah. What? Oh, but there is this hatch over here. Mm. It looks like a hatch anyways. Otherwise, it's just a trunk. I hope it is a hatch as well. <laughs> uh, also, uh, after Tulia like does the, the casting, that it takes a couple seconds to cast, she would like to be checking out if there's any magical things around. That sure. like... Yes. Full props to Corey, though. Uh, these labs and tubes make it look like it is swirling bubbling and all these glass beakers and stuff in there super cool besides i mean it is pretty neat mm -hmm. yeah there, there is a door it's all the way to the uh east ah oh okay. oh i missed it oh, i didn't No, you guys have good enough passive perception to find it so oh okay okay, okay. secret uh, mm, yes uh, so you're detecting magic, uh, much like above, everything appears magic in Renchurch, but certainly like parts of this lab are emanating like a higher, a higher frequency, as well as, you know, the golems. And then of course this lich, his body is just like lighting up like a Christmas tree. Uh, I would take perception checks. Okay. Okay. Kay. Boy. <laughs> Natural one from Itsumbe with a one off the inspo die. That's going to be a 36. So, uh. I, I got all excited. I, I, I would like to say that I got very excited with my uh, 17 on the die. That still won't get to 36. <laughs> wow. I beat Matumbe with a 38. <laughs> All right, well, I got like a morgue in my head. You know, it's, it's, I'm a little off. It sounds like an excuse to mm -hmm. me, dude. Well, I tell you what, Ikmer is, is really putting in work with 15 total. Yep, that's a pretty good roll for you. <laughs> 37 for Durin, so yes, also got beat by Emily. Haha. I got a flat 36 from Eclipse, unless anything's disguised. <laughs> We're chaotic evil. Erber got to 32. And the Lopper got a nine. <laughs> <laughs> so as you search around this room, you do find a kind of stack of notes and research in here. You think you could potentially find out more about what's going on with these bodies if you were to, you know, check them out medically or maybe read into these notes. Will that be a quick check over of the bodies? If Uska wanted to take a uh, look, do a heel check. Uh, we've only got three minutes to play with here. Yes. 
Yeah, if you only have three minutes to play with, I'd say you probably can't really do anything in this room. Detecting psychic significance, is there anything Eclipse thinks she could maybe touch to get information over one minute? Right? I think object reading's one minute. Yeah, she could spend one minute during those three minutes touching. I mean, you could touch stuff, but it's hit or miss whether you're going to actually get useful information off of it. That's fine. I just didn't know if the detect psychic significance would also go off. That's all. If the... If the research is in, like, journals or or stacks of papers or something, Durin could, like, grab that and would be interested in reading it later as an actual alchemist. Like a craft alchemy check or something. Smart. For later. For later. Any items that we can look at and check out on the bodies during these three minutes? Sure. Nothing really on the golems besides their, you know, components. The... Lich, however, has tons of items. Okay. Um, so you would find a, an entire formula book, which would be of... Has to Durin. Yeah. Yes. Pretty big uh, import to Durin, likely. Surprisingly, you don't find any, um, any armor on this guy. Uh, it seems like all of his, like, difficult all the difficulty you were having to hit him is magical in nature um you don't find any particular weapons however you do find a magical amulet a magical belt you think this creature's hooves it has two cloven hooves they still are warm to the touch you think they're actually wondrous items instead of its natural feet. You're saying we can take his feet? Mm-hmm. All right. He has a magical cloak. That horned helmet you saw in his art uh-huh. is also magical, as well as the headband beneath it. And he has two magical rings on. All right, so without, ro- like, Tulia's minimum on spellcraft is a 30. Like, if I roll a 1 to identify an item, it would be a 30. Or t- yeah, 30. So is there anything that I just would get? Call it 34s with auto aids from both my characters. Oh, and and Eclipse. So that would be a 36 with just auto aids and, no, and a natural one, technically. Um, Just so we don't have to roll all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I think you would get a decent chunk of this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you get all of this. I don't think there's anything much higher than like a cast of level 12. Okay. The amulet is a plus three agile amulet of mighty fists. The belt is a belt of incredible dexterity plus six. The cloak is a cape of free will plus three slash plus four. So it's a, it gives you the plus four to will saves and plus three to the other two. The headband is a headband of mental prowess plus four for intelligence and charisma. The helmet is what's known as a great helm of the mammoth lord. I honestly was wondering if that's what it was. The feet are what are known as brazen hooves. Is a ring of protection plus three and a ring of acid resistance major. All right. So, so obviously we got to read what it does and all, but like, how you guys feeling about, you know, a little bit of a like werewolf 
horseman situation. Ooh. That's something I could be into. I'm not 100% sure what exactly those items do, but I mean, how can I say no to that? <laughs> the imagery alone. The, but the brazen hooves, they are um, they are cast from abyssal bronze, and they get affixed to the stump of a creature's severed leg or foot, causing leg to regrow or transform into shaggy blackbird goat leg. Actually, goat legs. Mm-hmm. Sorry, not horse. Mm-hmm. If the leg or foot's not already severed, you gotta hack it off. 1d6 points of con damage, 1d6 points of bleed damage. Okay. And then you put the hot hoof, and it'll cauterize that stump and end the bleed damage, and you put it on your leg. Once complete, you get a hoof attack per round. One one as a secondary natural attack deals 1d4 points of damage, <laughs> and I think 1d6 points of fire damage. Mm-hmm. And then it leaves a scorch mark when you walk. On any surface, that's five or less. You have a pair of them. Yeah, so this is a pair. You also get the trample special attack, dealing 1d6 points of fire damage into addition to normal trample damage. Oh, wow. And you can then get Mighty Fist, which doesn't, doesn't, is that natural attacks or not? Yeah, Mighty Fist applies. Plus three to your natural attacks. (laughs) Wow. We could have a werewolf goat man. Yeah, the Helm of the Mammoth Lord also gives you a primary gore attack. Okay. <laughs> Hear me out. We make you a monster. This is... <laughs> <laughs> now, if you wield a sword... Is it a great helm or a regular helm? It's the uh, great helm. Okay. Which, like, lets you turn into an elephant or some shit. But if you're oh, not... Man. If you're not using natural attacks primarily, then it downgrades everything to a secondary wep- weapon, which like is a pretty significant minus, as you've seen with your bite attack, to mm-hmm. like to, to ear to hit. So hmm. it's something to consider. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Just werewolf mammoth goat man, though. <laughs> <laughs> All the things. I know. I know. Well, yeah. You gotta, you gotta figure out what's right. Do we want to talk about like the basic things and not these more complicated things first? So the incredible dex plus six. Anyone need that? Uh, it would help Durns to hit. I've got a plus four belt. Let's see what Air Bear. Let's see what Air Bear's got. But yeah, Ikmer definitely doesn't need doesn't need that. Air Bear has a plus uh, belt of plus four, so it'd be a toss up between oh. the two. Roll off. I mean. I'm consider- Probably give it to Airbear. I was about you, to say I'm considering taking my <laughs> my hat out of the ring because of the touch and like you just attack way more than I do per round. I think you're just gonna get inherently a better a bigger benefit out of it. Oh that. much appreciated. Okay. Came- but I but I would like to parlay that into I would love that ring of protection plus three because I only have a plus two. Oh, I was gonna talk about the cape of free will next. Because I want that both of my characters would do well with that, but Eclipse would do very good with that. I don't need that. I already have a plus three, and Will is my best for Lyra, so I feel like it wouldn't be best used on her. I, I need it for Durin, but I'm painted into a corner with all the shit I have to carry, so I need the mule back cord, so I have, I have to have a ring of resistance, so that's I, don't, I can't use it. So I'm, I'm out for both of my characters for that, if you want it. Ikmer has a cape of free will plus three plus four. Oh, so you have it already. Air Bear? He doesn't wear a a cape. Cloak. Great. So then uh, that'll go to Eclipse. 
And if anyone needs a cloak of resistance plus three, Eclipse is gonna discard hers. Okay. Next one, we can do that ring of protection plus three. Is there anyone who, like, who who wants it? Lyra only has a plus one, ring of protection plus one. I think okay. Uska has, has too many rings. So I would, if you want to roll off on that and I win, I would definitely give you my hand me down. Yeah, Tulia has a plus two, but she's not, I'm not worried. Yep, uh, same with Ikmer, but he's already, uh, it's possible he's getting some other stuff. But either way, yeah, already has a plus two. So roll off. All right. Ooh, 19. 18. Oof. So that went to Lyra? Yes, and does anybody need a ring of protection plus one? I know that's really low. No, we give those two, like... The trash. NPCs. Yeah. Yeah. All right, the mental prowess headband, charisma, and int. Anybody need that? My characters have higher headbands. I've got a... Darren has a plus four intelligence one, but I don't need charisma for anything. I mean kind of wasted on me, but again, I don't know if anybody else needs it. Eclipse has a plus four and also doesn't need charisma. <laughs> Ikmer has yeah. the uh, headband of aerial agility, charisma plus four. And I believe okay. Air Bear also has like he got a hand-me-down headband. Will one. Yep, he has a plus two wisdom charisma, but so um but wisdom's like the only one that matters yep. for you. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. So just give it to Dern or Eclipse because it's technically an upgrade. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a roll off to me. No, uh, Eclipse will will in fact uh, keep the keepers. Why? Because it's a top hat? That's correct. That is handy down from Matume. Matume is her only friend. That is true. That's very uh, true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, the Ring of Acid Resist Major. I believe both of my characters are wearing two rings already. This is big. This is the 20 acid resistance. Correct. This is a massive acid resistance. With Major. rings, you can switch them on and off, correct? Yeah. Yeah. So Tulia has one ring. Oh. oh. I guess um, Ikmer is also just wearing one ring as well. My characters are full up on rings. Do you, do you want to fight me for it? Sure, I'll fight you for it. <laughs> <laughs> Unless um, Steve also see. is going to fight us for it. No way, no way. I've got a ring of protection and a ring of evasion. I'm not taking that. Okay. 16. I only have a ring of protection plus two for Tulia. 18. Oh. <laughs> these are high. This is, that was how now high. Yeah, we're going to have one of these well. earlier. Really, you guys are really fighting for these. <laughs> fighting for lives. All right. All right. So that takes care of all the non-weird ones. Things are, I guess, the amulet plus three mighty fist is what's left. The brazen hooves are left and the great helm is left. I, I can't imagine the brazen hooves are going to be any good with, with their bear. Neither the helmet. Not unless you put the agile amulet of mighty fists on. Yeah, but that's a lot of feats that uh, wouldn't stack. That's tough. You tried to do that with the, uh, or tried to switch switch weapons with the uh, the blade. Well, it's agile, so it, it yeah. adds your dex. That's the that's the reason why it's like, mm-hmm. it still works. You know, 
your I mean your turn would get ridiculous because you'd essentially be attacking fucking like seven times or whatever with your swords and then attacking once with each hoof and then attacking you know you could put the great helm on and <laughs> once with that now the great helm and the two hooves would become secondary natural attacks which the hooves already are which just gives them a I believe for a hoof is like a minus four to hit compared to a regular attack we can't always let you sleep on it to determine whether or not you want to take off your legs yeah you can give them all the saw when you find him since he's a natural attack goat. he would do Where it tiger mammoth goat man wow ah. I mean literally devil hooves whoa that would work pretty, pretty well. appropriate I, I say no more <laughs> yeah like the, the great helm's cool like you could put the great helm on anybody you know like mm-hmm. if Vikmer wanted to yeah you, you can use a bite and a gore mm-hmm. because they're both natural attacks so you could you know you can have it just to have an extra secondary natural attack if you wanted yeah if you aren't currently wearing um something in that slot Akmer might as well. And you should probably take the Agile Mighty Fist since I don't, I'm guessing your other amulet's not as good. Amulet, uh, natural armor plus two. Yeah. Yeah, so natural armor is going to be better for Akmer than the amulet. I mean, that could be a kick it to saw thing as well, potentially. Yeah. Let's kick it to saw. Yeah, I think saw already has a gore attack. That's the only thing. Well,. Oh, I thought we were talking about the amulet. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, the amulet. The amulet's good. It's just the, the one enhancement on it is plus dex instead of plus strength, which... Right, but I think the one that we have is only a plus... The one that we're saving for him is only a plus two. Right. So even even though this is agile and that's not doing anything for him, a plus three is better than plus two. Yeah. Cool. So we're... I'm going to star my sheet. We're potentially saving these hooves for him and, and the amulet. Right. But the great helm is going to... Correct. Great helm's going to... Love it. Cool. Well, if you guys are trying to head into the next room instead of stay and try and put pieces together in here, I'll just say, like, you'll probably need to come back here to to do stuff with the, with the journal and that kind of thing. Totally fine. Don't want to waste the death board. Yep. And the invisibility and so purge there's... is still going, so no sneaking. Nice. How long does that last? Uh, let me double check. It's minutes per level. Okay. Yeah, so you're good for a little while. So there's this, like, trap door, and then there's this other door on the way out. Uh, the trap door isn't a trap door. It's just a... It's oh. a trunk. It's a little trunk. Oh, I thought it was a trap door. Okay. Then I, there's... I, then, go I, ahead. I was hoping it was a trap door. Me too, a little bit. Because <laughs> that's where we got all the junk well, from. <laughs> Inside the trunk? <laughs> Hell yeah. That means there's only one way out. We gotta go, guys. All right. Let's go. Marching order. Sure. You enter the next room and you see irregular pools of water that mar the floor of the chamber, like the exposed marrow of a sawed bone. And you smell a harsh, acidic vapor that burns your nostrils. Funiary urns sealed with thick red wax line the perimeter of the chamber, and several more rest on a small island in the room's center. Rising from the pool, you see this disgusting ooze-like creature bubbling and writhing and it morphs into shape you see it like an arm 
starts to form and stick out of one side, then another, and then this kind of clay face-esque mask of a face rises out of the torso, but the bottom is still this pool of muck. And I need you to finish your drinks, because we'll see you next oh. week. Oh my goodness. Leave us on that. But I knew it. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo, Inc. and used with permission.